This is Plant-Based Briefing. Antibiotic resistance genes in the guts of vegetarians versus meat eaters by Dr. Michael Greger at nutritionfacts.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, host of this curated content plant-based podcast, where I narrate a variety of articles on plant-based and vegan living with permission in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And one of the regular contributors I read from is Dr. Michael Greger at nutritionfacts.org. They're essentially one of the go-to places for health and nutrition information. They summarize all of the latest research, and they have no conflicts of interest. They're not a commercial site. They don't have any sponsorships or ads. They do sell some books and DVDs, but 100% of all proceeds Dr. Greger's ever received from his books, DVDs, speaking engagements, have always and will always be donated to charity. Dr. Greger takes a salary, and there are some salaried employees, but there are also a lot of volunteers. It's definitely a nonprofit, service-oriented organization. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Antibiotic resistance genes in the guts of vegetarians versus meat eaters from Dr. Michael Greger at nutritionfacts.org. There are nearly a million Salmonella and Campylobacter infections in children 10 and younger each year in the United States. Some of these infections are severe, causing meningitis and death, and requiring treatment with antibiotics. The problem is that there is an increasing problem of antibiotic resistance among these bugs that threatens our ability to treat them. Part of the problem is that the same life-saving, miracle drug antibiotics are being squandered for use in food animals for things like growth promotion in such unhygienic, crowded conditions, which increases the likelihood that pathogens like Salmonella and Campylobacter will become resistant, and I've done a bunch of videos on that. There's another problem. The resistance determinants, the genes that encode antibiotic resistance, may be transmitted from food animals to humans through the food supply. See, most resistant bacteria have mobile genetic elements, like little circles of DNA called plasmids, that carry the resistance genes that they can pass on to other bacteria, including those in our gut. Food animals are therefore a reservoir of antibiotic-resistance genes and a potential vector for transmission of antibiotic-resistant genes to the human intestinal microbiota. In this study, transfer of an antibiotic-resistance plasmid from an E. coli originating from a chicken raised for meat to human gut bugs was assessed by using a model that mimics the human intestines. And it happened within two hours. This spread of antibiotic-resistance genes presents an alarming scenario a growing concern that antibiotic-resistant bacteria present on food can transfer their resistance genes to the inherent gut microbiota of the consumer. But you don't know until you put it to the test. Assessing antibiotic-resistance gene loads in vegan versus vegetarian versus omnivore gut bacteria. You'd think the results might be obvious, but antibiotic-resistance genes are spread due to manure application on agricultural fields of fruits and vegetables. Yes, massive antibiotic use in animal farming is considered as the greatest contributor to the presence of antibiotic-resistance bacteria, ARB, in food of animal origin, meats, eggs, and dairy. Nevertheless, sewage from treated animals may impact vegetables grown on fertilized fields, but it was largely unknown whether and to what extent antibiotic-resistant bacteria are being transferred to vegetables and then to the human gut until now. Researchers looked for antibiotic-resistant genes against sulfa drugs like Bactrim, tetracyclines, penicillins, and cephalosporins, and streptomycin-type antibiotics. 
And both omnivores and vegetarians showed a significantly higher antibiotic-resistant gene load in their guts as compared with vegans. There wasn't a significant difference between omnivores and vegetarians, but significantly lower loads in vegans compared to omnivores and vegans compared to vegetarians. The first evidence that a vegan lifestyle is associated with a reduced load of human gut antibiotic-resistant genes, but not the last. Fewer tetracycline-resistant genes in vegan guts and more vancomycin-resistant genes in the guts of those who eat meat. No surprise, since they found a correlation between tetracycline resistance genes and the intake of eggs, milk, and cheese. Side note, I like how there are so many types of milk these days they have to specify milk from animal source. And a higher incidence of vancomycin resistance genes found in consumers of eggs, poultry, fish, and seafood. And vancomycin is one of our antibiotics of last resort, used to treat serious, life-threatening strep and staph infections like MRSA. Despite the links to dairy and eggs, just cutting out meat has indeed been shown to offer an advantage in some studies, as bacteria obtained from meat-eater poop samples showed resistance to a greater number of antibiotics and carried more tested antibiotic resistance genes compared to the vegan or vegetarian poop. You just listened to Antibiotic Resistance Genes in the Guts of Vegetarians versus Meat Eaters by Dr. Michael Greger at NutritionFacts.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. And wow, yet another interesting and very important reason to not eat meat, dairy, or eggs. Antibiotic resistance is a huge deal, also often called antimicrobial resistance. And check out episodes 332 and 333 for more information on that. And also, I highly recommend the documentary, The End of Medicine, where they say there that, quote, antimicrobial resistance will kill us before climate change, and people need to understand this, unquote. So yet another reason to live vegan is to reduce the antibiotic resistance in your gut microbiome. I don't know about you, but I don't want my body resisting antibiotics. I want antibiotics to work when they need to, especially after a quote like that. So please share this episode with anyone who might benefit and definitely check out the film, The End of Medicine. And thanks for listening.